Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. We got, you weren't on this episode. It was Logan and I. We went down a rabbit hole about some of the, some of the, I don't know, nuances we share when it comes to buying things. And I got some feedback, and I just want to clarify a couple of things. First of all, yes, I have a weakness when it comes to the infomercial. Not going to lie. However, not a single thing I have ever bought on an infomercial do I not use regularly. Regularly. I thought of uh, another thing that I had bought on an infomercial. Okay. It was a tool, and it had, like, multiple, uh, you know, like, different sizes of screwdrivers and, you know, flatheads. And, mm-hmm. and, and the funny thing is, is that I'm not, you. if you know me, I'm not that guy. Like, I'm just, ugh. Like, I mean, I couldn't get our outside lights on last night, and, I mean, I called my friend this morning. Like, I'm like, Sean. Like, how do I, what, what do I, he's like, man, I'll run by and take a look at it. I'm like, thank you. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate that. And it's probably a switch. Like, I mean, it's probably like a GFI thing, which I just learned how to hit the other day. Not the other day, about a year ago. Okay. I mean, literally, I've had people like, I'm like, it went off. I don't know what to do. And they like, come on, they're like, oh, just hit this little button. And I'm like, the reset button. boom. Yeah. But and I didn't know. Some, pop. But I, sometimes I didn't know that there was a GFI downstairs that's connected to an outlet Which is or super something frustrating. upstairs, and you're like, oh, and you got to have the little thing that plugs in to see if the outlet's even getting power. Forget that stuff. But anyways, yeah, that was. I got a lot of feedback on that. What's your weakness? What's your money? What's your what's your one money weakness, Daniel? If you have one. He's He's super friendly. I mean, I spend good money on coffee. Yeah, tasty coffee. But I don't know if that's a weakness. You, you desire weakness? to do I, that. You probably build it into the budget. Yeah, I enjoy it. Um, so. But you enjoy infomercial stuff, so that's not a weakness. No, it's a weakness. I know it's a weakness, though. So I've identified it. No, like I'm the guy where they target. I I, I made a I made a joke, but it's legit because I keep seeing it. There's these there's these planes, these RC controlled planes, and they mm-hmm. they show these these commercials on your on your Facebook or whatever where they shove it, they they smack it down on the ground, and they throw it in the water, and then they throw it in the air, and they still control it. It's amazing, and I find myself totally captivated. I'm like, I might have to buy. And why haven't you bought it yet? Because I don't need a radio controlled airplane. You don't need a multi tool either. Yeah, when you I have do. Good friends. I, but see, I use that regularly. I use that. I'm like, oh, that's a. You like, would use like the drone put, regularly. Put, no, it's not a drone. No, it's a legit little plane. Like not a well, drone. Well, you would like, use a plane regularly. Uh, I don't know if I would. If but you had it, you'd use it. Do you know we got outdoor furniture? Got a couple of new chairs, and they come with the Allen wrench. Like it's a sick person who designed the Allen wrench to put together a 15, 20-piece set of furniture mm-hmm. in this thing that's no bigger than my index finger. Have you tried to do that? Yeah, I mean, do you have the attachments, to, the plastic attachments that go on the Allen wrenches? No, I have a tool that you just do it, and you put it in, and you turn it, and it's amazing. Okay. I just, uh, yeah, like that's a ratchet? my workaround. Well, no, it's on my utility tool. I don't know, this thing. It does everything. It's amazing. Probably makes you coffee. 
I would hope so. Let's get to our question. All right, we got a good question from Steph today. Steph, what do you got? DIY! Hey, DIY money. Love the new crew. Shout out to Logan and Allie. But so love the OGs, Daniel and Quinn. Okay, enough coffee talk. It's time for the question. Life can be a little bit unpredictable. Recently, I was diagnosed with a disability that has caused me to leave my profession. I am currently transitioning from short-term disability to long-term disability and applying for Social Security. I had just made it to a place in my career where I was making good money to put away for retirement. I am still relatively young and I need to prepare for my future. What are the best ways to invest for my retirement slash later years in life while living on a disability income? Any advice is greatly appreciated. Okay, Steph, first of all, wow. Uh, obviously, we don't know the particulars, but um, I we wish you nothing but the best. And I love your attitude, and I love your enthusiasm. So certainly it has not impacted your outlook on life. So bravo to you. I will say, and, and this may require some guidance from a, a legal person, but depending on the state you live in, there's more than likely what's called an ABLE account, A-B-L-E account. It's a state-by-state state investment account that allows you to put money in. Invest, they have these kind of like, you know, I don't know, target date funds or, you know, aggressive, moderate, et cetera. But it will not go against your social security disability uh, income. It won't be categorized as part of your sort of uh, net worth or income for that. That is one option. There's also the ability to uh, put monies into a special needs trust, or they call them sometimes Medicaid trusts or something that is, is basically out of your name for the purposes of this, again, disability or Social Security that allows you to save, invest, and not be qualified towards uh, hindering that, that sort of assisted income that you're getting. So I would look at those areas. Uh, the other thing I want to do, Steph, and, you know, again, I know I'm just the eternal optimist, and I hope, I hope this doesn't land wrong because I, I genuinely am going to say this with all sincerity and again, I hope it doesn't land wrong, but I hope that you're able to find something, an opportunity for you to further your professional career. Maybe it's not using the same faculties that you've been using that are now hindered, and thus you're on Social Security uh, and disability, long-term disability. But in the day and age that we have of the Internet, the technology out there, I really hope you're able to to do something, you know, consider writing or, you know, reading and, and telling stories that are turned into books. You know, I, I don't know. And again, I hope it doesn't land wrong. I hope you're not rolling your eyes. But those are sometimes, obviously, as we know, the most inspirational and greatest stories out there. And the more money you make, then you can, you can protect it uh, by using those sort of resources that we discussed probably with the help of a lawyer to make sure that they don't impact, you know, what's out there for you as far as, you know, you getting the uh, the long-term disability income, the Social Security needs, et cetera. So hopefully that provided some value. I would, again, go the ABLE account route, uh, possibly a special needs trust route. 
But I wish you the best, and I hope that you continue to pursue. And, and thanks so much for the energetic, enthusiastic, and certainly the, the great compliment to the crew and the OGs, Daniel and I. What say you, Daniel? Whoa, little fella. Uh, you're not speaking my language. There you go. I think what this question does do is it points out something that most folks don't ever think about, which is disability uh, and the potential for that to happen. In fact... I'd have to go back and revisit the actual math on the statistics, but I'm almost certain that the probability of being disabled outranks or is higher than the probability of dying uh, for most people. Yet most people will get uh, term life insurance before they'll get disability insurance. When in reality, especially uh, for folks uh, with young kids at home and things like that, the financial ramifications of, of being disabled, especially for you know multiple years, if that were to happen, because with that then comes expenses because you're still alive and potentially also medical expenses, because if you're disabled, usually something goes along with that uh, for a, not everybody, but for a lot of folks, if you are disabled, it, it's not as if life is just as uh, expensive or costly as it was before. In many cases, it is more so. And so keeping in mind that disability insurance is a really good option. So in our family, we have term life insurance, but then we also pay a pretty good amount because uh, my income is the sole income to make sure that if a long-term disability were to transpire that kept me from doing what we do today, that the family would still be taken care of as well. Uh, and that we would replace a, a good chunk of our income, maybe not all of the things that we would love to do, uh, but a enough of a good chunk of it that the kids would be taken care of, the family would be taken care of, we'd be able to pay for medical expenses. So just keep that in mind in your planning. Uh, it's something that most folks will not think about, but it is a good thing to look at in your overall plan uh, and to consider whether that's your employer's disability insurance policy or one that you do on your own. Now, once you sort of enter into that threshold of disability, you're getting income from, say, Social Security and disability insurance things like that, I would uh, try to, to the best of your abilities, create uh, sort of a budget and, and spending system and figure out uh, what percentage to put away for, quote, retirement, uh, whether that's, you know, 5, 10, 12%, something like that, but try to live below your, in, uh, no differently, really, than if you were getting a paycheck. Uh, try to adjust your living to set some away for the future. Obviously, the source of your income has changed. The amount of your income has probably changed. And, and you know, there's many factors here um, that are unfortunate and, and potentially out of your um, uh, sort of ability to change and, and things like that. However, you still have the ability going forward uh, to make those tough choices, to budget, to uh, put your priorities in line. So I think, you know, it might be difficult depending on the circumstances, the amounts, things like that. Uh, but you have the ability to build that margin into your budget uh, if you so choose. And so I would really design that into your budget, set that aside, uh, uh, do what you can, and, and then take it from there. And it might mean that retirement in the future looks different than what you one day thought it was, because there might have been a time in the past where you were making more income and therefore retirement you know, had higher expenses and, and a higher income need. And, and now life has just changed. And so you're kind of living with the new variables and you go, well, I can live off of less than I thought I could. So now my retirement uh, amount is less than I thought it was before, and I'm going to save, you know, 
10% of my current disability income so that when I get there, uh, I can live that life still. The other thing I would say, Steph, in conclusion, you may have already done this, so pardon if it's a, a redundant, but there may be additional programs or resources available to you. Inquire, inquire, inquire. As you know, you're going to have to be your own advocate or you're going to have to enroll someone to help you. Uh, with our youngest son, I'm constantly learning about new resources, new opportunities. I just heard of one the other day from a, a, a individual who's in that sort of field, and I told her we were on a waiting list for a particular program. It's like a 15-year waiting list. Uh, we're probably five years in, so just about the time he's you know, in his 20s and may need this, uh, is when we'll probably get off the waiting list and, and actually have the resource. And she said, oh, well, make sure you're on the waiting list for blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, I've never heard of blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, yeah, you need to be on blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? I said, what? And so I immediately went and I looked up blah, blah, blah. And the next thing you know, I'm now on the waiting list for blah, blah, blah. So I don't even remember what blah, blah, blah was. So there you go. That's how important it is for me. But nonetheless, you got to be your own advocate. There's going to be Things out there that you may uh, need to start, you know, inquiring about and asking about, and you know, all of these things, and learn, learn, learn. And again, we wish you nothing but the best. I can't imagine. I'm just trying to put myself mentally in the in the shoes uh, that you're in, having been a uh, you know successful in your career, really hitting those peak earning years, and then having something like this happen. So. Sounds like you're still in good spirits. I know it's probably not always that case. So I, I, I know that when there's ups and downs, I hope you hang in there and know that, uh, you know, you can always shoot us a shoot us a quick note and uh, we'd love an update along the way. So thank you, Steph, and we wish you nothing but the best. And now there's nothing left to Talk do to but me. roll out the carpet for you, Steph. And for that, of course, we'll send you a $25 Amazon gift card. So uh, Steph sent us a question. She probably queued it up in her phone on the voice memo app, and then she hit send, and she sent that to podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. We need questions for the queue, so please do send us those questions. Try to keep them a minute or less, and if we use it on the show, we'll send you a $25 Amazon gift card. It's pretty simple. All right, friends, the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.